Welcome to the Financial Life Podcast with me, Ben Robel. This is episode three. Thanks for tuning in. As I mentioned in the previous episode, the objective behind this podcast is as a supplement to the social media posts I've been making, particularly on Instagram. This medium is better for digging into some of the details and nuances of some of the topics we're going to dig into. If you have suggestions for how to make this podcast better, please reach out to me at bwrobele at gmail.com. You can also find my social media links at benrobel.com. The first week of this project was talking about the top five questions I used to get from people in meetings, first meetings in particular. And these aren't the right questions. These aren't the best questions. These were just the most frequent questions that I used to see. And number four is how do you, what do you think of my portfolio? And this as a starting point is really a vocabulary question. Just like every other profession in the world, financial services uses vocabulary in specific ways. A portfolio to a photographer is a specific thing. And in finance, particularly finance dealing with people, it's a specific thing as well. Most people followed up that question by handing me an account statement or a number of account statements. And those two things are not the same. Even if you have a number of investments spread out across one account or many accounts, that's not the same as a portfolio. Even if those assets are not just stocks, it's not a portfolio. A portfolio is designed really for the quite wealthy. And the reason for that is it's designed to have something inside the investment allocation working for the client at all times. So if stock prices are doing well, maybe your bond prices are not doing well. If your international stocks are doing well, maybe your U.S. stocks are doing poorly. If your traditional investments are doing poorly, maybe your alternative investments like private equity or commodities are doing well. There's always something working and you're going to have 5, 8, 10, 12% of a portfolio in any larger asset class, depending on what it is and depending on how you've allocated the capital. And so that means that you're hoping that the things that do well do better than the bad performance of the things that do poorly so that you net a positive return. And by definition, that essentially means that a portfolio cannot grow really quickly. It is not going to turn $1 million into $10 million in one year. But if you put $100 million into it or $50 million into it and you can make inflation plus a little bit or whatever that number is, three, four, five percent you know, on $100 million, that's three or $4 million. So that's actually a good way for wealthy people to maintain their wealth. It also protects them on the downside. Even though it won't grow as quickly, it's also much less likely to fall as quickly as a concentrated portfolio. There is a lot of mathematical analysis that goes into what is in a portfolio, not just stocks, bonds, alternatives, but also among the stocks, among the bonds, among the alternatives to ensure that they do not interact with each other in a way that is not intended. If you have three investments in U.S. stocks, but they essentially all hold the same thing, you really haven't done your job of diversifying away from concentration and you've therefore onboarded more risk than you're expecting. 
So to me, this question starts as a vocab question, making sure that you have a portfolio. Now, what do I think of someone who has a portfolio? Maybe they're coming from a competitor. Maybe they built one on their own. Well, we're going to dig into that in a separate question. So I hope you'll listen to a few more episodes and stay with me. In the meantime, thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. I hope this was helpful.